back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, Jared and Bob coming at you. Uh, Eric, if you're watching, listening, uh, sorry. I don't know. I'm assuming you couldn't make it. Uh, I said to Bob right before we got on, too, I was like, it's also partially my fault because I never texted you today and I didn't remember until like 15 minutes ago. And then I was like, ah. Uh, I don't know if it was bad taste to be, be like, hey, we're going on to 15 minutes, but I'm just going to assume that uh, you either forgot or you're busy. So no big deal. Um, we'll get you again next time. <laughs> we'll be um, here. Yeah, we, hey, we're, we'll be here. Um, <clears throat> so right before we we're getting on, actually, part of the reason why I totally spaced and forgot about everything was I um, after I got home and, and made dinner and obviously ate and did everything, I came up here to try and find a tea time for Sunday, which yeah, good fucking for anyone that doesn't know, Sunday <clears throat> is Father's Day, right? Um, obviously, don't have any reason to celebrate that, but it's also the Sunday of the U.S. Open. This is the U.S. Open weekend. Um, for anyone that's new to the show, uh, we live in the Boston area and the U S open golf tournament this weekend is in Brookline. So golf courses anywhere in and around the city are going to be absolutely fucking packed all week, like totally booked out. Um, Monday also happens to be a holiday for some people, um, the good old Juneteenth, right? Remember, uh, Walmart made an ice cream to celebrate that. Um, so yeah, that some was, people that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I actually do have Monday off, um, but it's it's just a shitty time, right? It's a shitty way to try and find a tea time. So it's Tuesday, right? It's we record on Tuesdays for our Thursday show. So we have six days, five days, six or five days, whatever you want to call it until, uh, Sunday cannot get a goddamn fucking tea time anywhere. One Sundays are already the worst day of the week to try and find a tea time. Um, two, like I said, you add the, the added traffic from the U S open. Um, you can't get a tea time anywhere. So then me being, you know, thinking I'm smart, right? I go, all right, well, let me look like here, right? Because right, the only people that responded to my, well, the only person that said yes in the group text that we have is Vinny. Um, Bill and Justin said no. And then when you don't respond, I automatically take that as a no. <clears throat> well, so, today, today I didn't respond because we had five assessments. So, okay. I wasn't, well, I was trying not to respond to anybody. Yeah. That's fair. Now, a lot of times I don't respond is because usually if I'm out and I know I'm out, then I let you know right away. Okay. That's, <clears throat> um, that's true too. Yeah. Today I had, I mean, I, I listen, I'm probably not going to play cause it's going to be too much bullshit. Yeah. Um, if anything, I'll probably just go first off at Sharon and be done with my life. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, today, today was a disaster, but anyway, so <clears throat> cause also the, the way it works. Right. And we've talked about this before is there's a fuck ton of golf courses like around between where you and I live just between Milton and North Attleboro. Dude, and then on, you go, go a little bit, links. a little bit more um, Northwest 
into like the Bellingham area. And there's even more right on the way out to Worcester. Like there's so many fucking golf courses. So part of me all like feels bad because it's not super far from me. Like sometimes we'll play like places in like Bellingham, which is like, you know, 30, 40 minutes, depending on which course we go to. But like Vinny's coming from Medford or Watertown, depending on, you know, where he's at. And um, I just feel bad, right? Because sometimes like he's going to drive like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I don't know traffic. I don't know what that's like coming from Watertown or Medford. So I'm like, you know, I always try and find something in the middle. Like a few weeks ago or maybe a month or plus ago, we played at Norwood Country Club. Like some try and look for something in the middle. I I really, really at some point want to play Brook Meadow. Um, but I think that's semi-private. Yeah. So, so Brook, Brook Meadow, you're not going to be an early Sunday tea time because they're going to, yeah, they're going to have member times on Saturday, Sunday mornings. Yeah. So I'll find a Sunday where it's like, you know, there's some bullshit golf tournament on so I can, I don't care that I missed the end of it. Um, but so like I said, all of this leads to this, right? So I'm thinking like, Oh, all right. So you got to get away from the city, right? Because people that are going to, you know, go to the U S open probably aren't staying in downtown Boston. They're probably staying in like Newton, probably all the way far down to like Norwood, maybe even Walpole. Like they're going to be pretty spread out. Right. So I'm like, all right, so let's go Sunday morning. Let me, let me see what I can find. So Heather Hill country club, which is in Plainville, which is about 15 minutes from where I live has a bunch of tea times for Sunday morning. It helps because they also have 27 holes. So they always have fucking tea times available. So on the Sunday morning of Father's Day, Heather Hill is available. All right, cool. So I'm like, how about if we play Sunday morning, 15 minutes from me, I'll look on Monday to play because I'm off and Vinny's off on Mondays, hits his normal day off. And, you know, we'll look and I'll play somewhere close to him. So I go to Mount Hood Golf Course, which is in Melrose. Oh God, yeah, <clears throat> bad idea. But on mon- on Monday, yeah, there's two tee times available: six thirty a.m. and six forty eight a.m. Yeah, that's like the busiest course, though. So I'm like, okay, cool. There's two tee times available on Monday: six thirty and six forty eight. And then, so then I go to Merrimack Valley Country Club which I love. I love that course on Monday, one tea time available. You can walk nine at 5. PM. Yep. That's it. So then I'm looking and like, there's really not a lot of golf courses North of the city. Like there's stone emotes, but like that's a par three. Well, how far North do you want to talk? Cause you can go actual North and it's like, Everly golf and tennis, Amesbury, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I would old, try and stay away from there because now I'm pushing two hours. Yeah, old Salem Greens, like like it's not easy to get in and out of like Beverly Salem. Like that's what like I'd be looking at almost two hours to get there. Yeah. Which, like I said, is whatever. Like I'm not I'm off on Monday, so but that's been my fucking shtick shindig whatever the fuck word i'm trying to find for the last like 45 minutes um and i we landed on 6 30 so we're playing at 6 30 a.m on sunday at heather hill country club because <clears throat> um, it was either 6 30 or 9 a.m 
And Vinny was like, ah, fuck it. Let's go 630. We'll be done early and have the yeah, whole day over with. So, so we're doing that. Uh, also, it shouldn't be too slow at 630, like 9am is kind of pushing it. Like it might get kind of slow. Um, 630 should be fine. So, uh, so yeah, but we still have nothing for Monday. So we'll see what we can put together. I'm going to see if I can find you. Oh, nope. Yep. Didn't think so. (laughs) I mean, if you want to play in the afternoon Monday, you fucking definitely can. But Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to it either. You know, like, oh, so that's the other thing. Monday, New England Country Club has a 1040 available. They have a 1040 and an 1120. But again, like, you know, Vinny's got to drive, which I mean... I just feel bad. You know, it's like I said, if it's 30, 40 minutes for me and it's like an hour plus for him, because Bellingham too, like there's no easy way to get there from Medford. Like you have to go, I don't even know, probably route two to 95 down to 495 and then up or route two all the way to 495 South or get on the mass pike to 495. Like there's no easy way to get to Bellingham from the city. No, unless you want to go back roads and take, I think it's 106, but you'd have to get down 95 anyway to pick up 106 in like Westwood and then take 106 all the way through like Medway, Holliston, like that whole this way. This is legit parts unknown. Yeah. And it's like, there's, there's no way, there's literally no way, no easy way to do it. So I don't know. Part of me also kind of maybe wants to look at like Worcester. Like I know Green Hills was fun when we played, but I don't know what they have for Monday either. Cause then it's like, all right, fuck dude, it's Worcester. Like that's kind of a, kind of a hike for everybody. Well, if you want to play in the afternoon, D dubs is available on Monday in the afternoon, starting at like one. That's not bad. So I don't know. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to keep looking green Hill golf course, Worcester. Let's, uh, let's do that right now. And this is the segment that's called, uh, the assholes try and find a tea time. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not even fucking, I won't even be playing Monday. I'm working. It's the first day of our summer schedule. Oh shit. Oh wow. Worcester, the green Hills and Worcester has tons of fucking times. In the morning, they have a 736, 752, 808, 904. And it's only 40 bucks. Did we really only pay 40 bucks to play 18? I have no idea. That's a good um, price. You can also look at Ritter's, which isn't convenient for anybody, but true. That's true. always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll have to keep looking. Also, if you're going to actually go to the Worcester area, take a look at Kettlebrook. I hear it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay, let me. I gotta. I gotta fucking write that down. Text it to myself. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Kettlebrook. I've also heard Wachusett, but I, again, now I don't. I don't actually know where these are now. Yeah. Uh, Kettlebrook. I just texted it to myself. So we'll see. We'll keep it going. Um, any who's what, uh, what else we got? Oh, we got a lot of shit. 
I got, this is great. So <clears throat> we always talk about like dumb shit, right? Like the, the world is always like the dumbest. Um, well, the extreme woke left um, might've outdone themselves at this point. Uh, we are, when I tell you like, what's what I'm, what I'm gonna unveil, it is quite literally, we are officially living in a South Park episode. Uh, there's, there's no more ifs, ands, or buts. You cannot, we're in a simulation. Like this, this is it. So here it is. Uh, California, there, there, oh, I'm sorry, there's a, there's a task force that was uh, created in California by none other than Governor Newsom, the old Gavin Newsom that got recalled and then somehow was able to stay in office, most likely because the guy that the Republicans placed to go against him was a fucking radio host, which, hey, like pick like someone that's good. I don't know, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so Newsom got recalled and then won his recall election. So he got to stay in. Everyone knows the state of California is an absolute fucking shithole, probably outside of like San Diego and like Lake Tahoe. I can't imagine why anyone would ever want to go. And I'll give you Napa Valley too. It's kind of cool. There's like wine, wine, wineries. That was a hard word for me to say. Um, wineries and grapes and shit there. That's cool. But outside of those three places, the rest of California can get fucked in my opinion. Um, so Gavin Newsom gets this task force, right? That's um, looking at uh, racism in history and trying to come up with a solution. So their solution is that was proposed by this uh, task force this task force that's been that's been since dubbed the reparations task force, which I'm looking at a picture of them right now. There are three, six, seven, there are eight people on this screen. I don't know if the entire task force is just the eight people that are pictured here, but there is a uh, one, there's a young, there's a young black male. There's a two middle-aged looking uh, black women two young black women, two old black dudes, and my personal favorite, one Asian guy, uh, one old Asian guy with gray hair. Um, although he is Asian, so he could be 26 or he could be 126. We don't really know there. Thousand. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my favorite thing is of the eight people on the reparations task force, seven of them are black and one of them's just Asian. So, I mean, go figure, right? Um, I guess California's history with Asian people probably would justify him being there. So <laughs> that's, I guess that's fine. Um, so this reparations task force has come up with um, a, a plan, a proposal, right? Um, they want to financially compensate the descendants of enslaved African-Americans and could see potentially up to 2.8 million people in the state receive some sort of reparations. So cool, right? You following along so far? There's nothing that's like satire, South Parky. Well, until you get to their next suggestion, they say we should pay all the descendants of African-Americans reparations. Everyone goes, hallelujah, right? Well, the next thing they say is, 
you know, we, uh, we really need to start looking at the education system and we need to start reforming the education system to which someone like me, if you left it at that, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. The education system is terrible. Well, they didn't leave it at that. They said, uh, the t- the, right here, it says the task force also proposed creating a separate system of publicly funded black schools described as African-American slash American freedmen owned and controlled K through 12 schools, colleges, universities, trade, and professional schools. So they want to create schools that are exclusively public schools, right? Because they're publicly funded. So they want to create public schools that are exclusively for black people. Haven't we done that before? I'm glad you said that. Because I feel like if you went back 70, 80, 90 years, uh, we did that already, right? We did that before. Uh, I think it was called, um, shit, what was it called? Oh, yeah, segregation. <clears throat> Remember, there was, that, there was there was that other though. guy, right? That 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 really important guy. Uh, he gave a lot of speeches. Ah, uh, shit. What was his name? I think he has a, a day named after him, a federal holiday now. Oh, oh, Martin Luther King, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he spent a lot of time in the 1960s on this thing called civil rights um, and made a, a lot of fucking movement with that. And I think there were some other people involved in there, uh, like you know, like a uh, like a Rosa Parks. Um, and you know, uh, countless other people, uh, Malcolm X, whoever you want to include in that. And, uh, they fought against segregation, which was touted as separate, but equal, right? Like separate schools for white people and, and black people and separate things like water fountains and separate fucking restaurants and all this shit. Now this California taxpayer funded reparations tax task force that was put together by governor Newsom has proposed separate public schools for black people. Just going to no let that one, one marinate for a second. And no one saw a problem with this. So not only did no one see a problem with this, they actually promoted the idea. Yep. Am I fucking missing something? <laughs> like, am I? It, 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 this is South Park. You want to talk about like art imitates reality? Or no, I'm sorry. Reality imitates art. Like the real world has become South Park. Like that's an absolute fucking joke. Oh, I know how we fix this. We have to put all the black kids in a separate school. Do they also want to teach civil rights? Because <laughs> wouldn't that... Uh, that? That's amazing to me. That's amazing to me that it's just like no one was sitting there and being like, hey, doesn't this um maybe sound like something else? Well, luckily, maybe, maybe something we've done before. Luckily, you know, a I really, think really fucking bad thing. I think the California state judicial system stepped in 
and was like, uh, y'all are fucking retarded. You can't do this. Yeah, literally. They, they, they said y'all are fucking retarded. Um, you can't do this because it says in this article too, it says, um, in the California state constitution, right? It says the state shall not discriminate against or grant preferential treatment to any individual group on the basis of race, sex, color, ethnicity, national origin, in the operation of public employment, public education, or public contracting. And then in this article, it says, so at a minimum, getting those proposed publicly Black-funded schools could prove to be difficult. (laughs) You don't say. So I guess they haven't said anything yet. I thought the California state judicial system had stepped in, but apparently not yet. But I would I would hope that if this proposal no was brought forward, that the judicial system would be like, y'all are fucking <coughs> retarded. <clears throat> but this is being I mean, promoted. People are people literally think this is a good idea. Again, let me let me let me rewind a little bit in case you weren't paying attention earlier. Maybe you were, you know. You just got cut off in traffic or you were fucking zoned out for a second of the eight people on this task force, this reparations task force committee, there are seven black people and one Asian guy. I would love to know who these people are too, like what their professions, titles and background is. Because I bet you they're like, like someone has to come from a university, right? Oh, for you would, sure. You would imagine. Without a doubt. <clears throat> like someone has to come from higher education. And then we're going to sit here and be like, oh, well, we have to trust higher education. And it's like, well, obviously teachers know everything. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Because some dumb fuck can't even remember civil rights. To his own people. Like, that's the thing is it happened to his own people. Yeah. Okay. I got it right here. Um, so apparently there's nine, there's nine people on the California, um, reparations task force that was was the, was the grand wizard of the KKK one of them? Uh, no, really. Um, again, eight of them are black people and still that one Asian guy. So I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to read they, their names are clickable. So I'm going to click their names and get a quick bio on them too. So the first I mean, one, I just want like job. The first one on the list. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The first one on the list, Senator Stephen Bradford. Ugh. So he's a state, he's a politician. state senator, politician. He represents the 35th <clears throat> district of California. All right. So, next. F- fuck politics. I'm not, I'm not yep. doing this with politicians. They have ulterior motives. Uh, Dr. Amos C. Brown. Ooh. I wonder what kind of uh, doctor this guy is. I think this is my higher education guy. Is a, are you ready for this? Is a renowned civil rights leader who studied under Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was later arrested with King at a lunch counter sit-in in 1961 and later joined the Freedom Riders who protest, protested against segregation in the South. Hey man, dude, I'm missing something. I, I am, I am absolutely missing something here. Martin Luther King Jr. is probably rolling over in his fucking grave of this. this uh, dude, unpack. something, something doesn't add up here. Like th- th- there is something, something's fucked. He earned a doctor of theology degree from wherever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where. He's higher education. Um. Yeah. Yep. So next on the list, Dr. Cheryl Gillis Grills. Sorry, Dr. Cheryl Grills. Uh, PhD. PhD. Yeah, no, it's with an I, not a Y. Oh. That's where they get you. 
Uh, she's a clinical psychologist with a current oh, emphasis in go. community psychology on the fac- faculty of Loyola Marymount University go, for ed. the past 34 years. She's been a professor of psychology. Oh, no. You've been in higher education for 34 years. You she's, don't know what the real world is like. Yeah, she's almost been in like higher education as long as fucking higher education psychology has been around. Yeah, longer than we've both been alive. She might have been in the first fucking like psychology doctorate program. Yeah, probably. Like ever. Not just at the school, like the, the first one. Yeah. Great. More. Yep. <clears throat> another higher education. Here we go. Yeah. I can't believe, dude, like, this is what I mean, though. It's like, it's becoming even more of a farce because this dude, the, the dude before this woman studied knew, under MLK, knew him. Yep. Got arrested with him. Act, acted with him. Like, I don't yeah. know what the correct word is, but like, you know, they were activists, like protesting, yeah. whatever, yeah. with him. Yeah. So how the fuck does this get through? I, was this guy out sick that day? Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> uh, next well, on that, the list. Well, this is also another. Hey, also studied under MLK, whatever. Old as fuck. Oh yeah, that's another yeah. fucking old guy. Yeah, he's an old guy. Um, so next on the list, Lisa Holder, Esquire, um, is, is, that a, a, is that a lawyer? Yeah. So she's a nationally recognized award-winning trial attorney who has been identified as a quote, super lawyer by Los Angeles magazine for four consecutive years. Yeah. A super lawyer. Oh, okay. Here we go. Enter the conspiracy. She's previously been awarded the Soros justice fellowship by the open society foundation. So she's, she's got ties to George Soros. So where's, where's Alex Jones? George Soros. Yeah. I'm telling you, my George Soros, he's no good. He's trying to take down the take down the world. So uh, she's tied to Soros. Um, yeah, whatever. The rest of her bio doesn't really apply. So next on the list, Assembly Member Reginald Jones Sawyer. That's a fun title. Uh, he's another politician. Represents the yeah, 59th okay, Assembly District. Nope, I'm good with politicians. Yep. I don't care anything else about him. So uh, he's a piece of shit. Uh, Dr. Jovan Scott Lewis, PhD, is an economic anthropologist and geographer. Wow, that's an interesting combination. Two things that literally mean absolutely nothing. Anthropology and geography. Sick, e- dude. Economic anthropologist? Yeah. That's like, what the fuck does that work? That's like the worst kind of fucking economist. Like- you study the economy of people through time. So like, you don't like study today's economy, right? Like you're not an expert economist that can be like, oh yeah, you know, the economy's going to shit, whatever. You're an economic anthropologist. Dude, I thought it was bad if you were a PhD in, uh, in political science. Yeah. That like all you would do is teach political science. I mean, I suppose with a PhD in political science, you could maybe do something else. That's off like economic yeah. anthropology. And don't forget about geography. <laughs> Why would I ever speak to this person? Like if I, I met know. if I met this dude like on a street or at a bar and it's like, what do you do? It's like economic anthropology. It's like, hey man, here's six bucks for your beer. Like I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like all you're going to do is piss me off. So he is an associate <clears throat> professor and the chair of the department of geography at ready UC Berkeley, which is probably up there with the top, if not the top woke wokest universities in the country. University of California, Berkeley, the biggest fucking bullshit school ever. Um, So that's him, another higher education guy. Next, we have the chairperson of the committee, who is Camilla Moore, uh, is a reparatory justice scholar and an attorney with a specialization in entertainment and intellectual property transactions. So she's a that's Reparat- the chairperson. Reparatory justice scholar. So what the fuck does that mean? You're a scholar. You're someone that studies the history of reparations. Okay. And what what were those other words you said about other things? Uh, her, She's an attorney, right? So she's a yep. lawyer. And she specializes in entertainment and intellectual property transactions. So like if you're trying to file, I would imagine. No, I understand. So I understand like every. Or something. So I forgot. So I understand <clears throat> what she does. I forgot what you said had anything to do with that. Um, so this person is an attorney, mm-hmm. not a trial lawyer, mm-hmm. working with IP transfer. Yep. So basically contract law, that's all that is. But as a reparation, but studies reparations through the legal system? Apparently. So this is great too. Um, it says she well, is- am I, am, I a, am, I a, am I a sports wagering scholar? A sports wagering justice scholar? I would say so, yeah. Maybe that'll um, be my new title. So, so this is great too. Uh, it says she has contributed to human rights uh, related to domestic and international human rights issues, including, but not limited to, here we go, um, racial inequality in Brazil, not the United States. I'm sure. um, I actually almost trust fucking going over that. That's probably fucking brutal over there. Human right to sanitation in Alabama, which I mean, sounds weird to me, but whatever. Um, I'm not surprised Alabama has sanitation issues, uh, racialized gender violence in Papua New Guinea, also not the United States. Uh, she studied at the university of Amsterdam, not the United States. States. Um, although you might get a better idea over there. They're way, they're way worse. So I would say like Europe's so good and they're just fucking not at least 50% of her academic work. Uh, has been outside of the United States. Um, but here she is looking at, uh, <clears throat> she's a reparatory justice scholar though. And she's the chairperson of the re- the reparations task force that proposed with a completely straight face that they need to have separate public schools just for black people. Got it. By profession, she seems the worst qualified, but yes. I guess she has some decent experience. I don't know. All right, so we got two more people. Let's oh, uh, let's, let's get there. Uh, the next one is Council Member Monica Montgomery Step. Uh, she represents the fourth council district in the city of San Diego. So she's a politician. Um, she I got no use for politicians. She can get fucked. Uh, finally, my favorite, Donald K. Tamaki, 
the Asian. Oh, man. Okay, our Asian. <laughs> man. Um, is known for his historic work serving on the pro bono legal team that reopened the landmark Supreme Kate course of Korematsu versus the United States, overturning Fred Korematsu's conviction for refusing incarceration during the mass incarceration of Japanese Americans during World War II. So he is, he's been a senior, senior council member at Minami Tamaki LLP since 2020. So he's a lawyer. Yeah. He's also not black. Yeah. Yep. So those are your eight people on the California State Reparations Task Force that suggested... We Dude, need separate schools for black. So, people. so, I mean, a few people have worked in higher ed, but there's like a lot of like higher ed, like experience, a lot of, a lot of degrees. Yeah. And none of them could figure out that this is the same thing as segregation. Yeah. One of them actually fought against like acti- actively fought against segregation in the sixties. And none of them could figure out that this is segregation. Yeah. I know we've said it before, right? And it's one of those things like, if you say it all the time, is it really? But this is officially the dumbest time to be alive. It gets dumber every day. Every day gets fucking dumber. Yep. That's pretty good. I'm actually impressed that California could have done something that fucking stupid. Yep. Like in that, like I'm just again, I'm just some dumbass here, and I'm like, the first thing I thought when they said that was segregation, and I guarantee there's someone who would try to push back on me and be like, no, well, it's like different this time. I'm like, well, it's fucking not. Yeah, because we'll fund the schools this time. This time, yeah, we'll will you proper, though? We'll have proper yeah. teaching. Will you? It doesn't that's matter. The, other thing. the fact of the matter is that it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Because that is by definition segregation. You cannot take and separate people based on race and ethnicity. Aren't there like United States laws against segregation? Yeah. I thought there was. Yep. Did we pass an amendment on it? Did we ratify? Did we ratify an amendment? It's got to be one of There's like fucking 27 amendments, right? I know one of them was the emancipation, right? Like what is the 15th? The 15th Amendment or something like that was the one that ended slavery. Something. I, do not, I promise you, I do not know my amendments. But uh, there's got to be another one that. in there. <laughs> I think the, 20, the 21st Amendment was women's rights. Um, women's right to vote. So you got to be looking at like, that's like circa like 1920. So, you know, somewhere around like, you know, the 22nd to the 27th Amendment. Uh, so I don't think we have an amendment, but we for sure have the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits discrimination on the basis of color, race, religion, sex, or national origin. There you go. Um, it's a legitimate ooh, piece uh, of uh, legislation. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's just for employment. My bad. Um <laughs> I guess we can still segregate schools because there isn't anything against Brown versus board of education. Was that it? Yeah. That's the one, the Supreme court ruling. Yep. 15. Okay. So 14th amendment. Okay. No, no, no. 
13th abolished slavery, 14th provided okay. citizenship, 15th gave them the right to vote. That's there you go. Yep. Brown versus Board of Education. That has to be. I, I don't feel like reading this whole thing because it's it didn't just give me what I wanted to know. Um yeah, separate but equal. That was a lot at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. 14th Amendment. Student must receive the same treatment. Yeah, dude. It's trying to bring back segregation. Dude, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's amazing. It's only been 58 years, too. Not that long ago. Yep. A lot of yeah. people on this earth that were alive for 58 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the amendments. Some of these are really fucking stupid. Well, are any of them like out of date and that's why they're stupid? Yeah, a lot of them. But it's like okay, so like, from 1962, right? So the 24th Amendment, which was passed in September 14th, 1962, prohibits the revocation of voting rights due to the non-payment of a poll tax or any other tax. So like but but so so what I mean is like that that's a fucking amendment. That's an amendment, but civil rights isn't. Right? Like uh, and I yeah, guess you could maybe I, make well, the argument like the 12th or the 13th, 14th, 13, 15. 14, 15. Yeah, but like still, like, come on, dude. Like that's a fucking amendment. The next one is uh well, the 25th Amendment is the one that most people know. That's like the succession of of um the presidency. That's like when they say like invoke the 25th amendment, that's like um, if something happens to the president or like if he becomes incapacitated, they invoke the 25th amendment and the vice president automatically becomes president. They do it. They do it when um, like if a president has to go in for like a surgery or something, um, who did it? Was it? Uh, oh, didn't Biden go under for something? Yeah. Yeah. And but like he like he went under like have his tonsils out or something. Something like that. Yeah. Or a colonoscopy. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It was a colonoscopy or something fucking stupid. Tonsils. Um, what is he fucking 12? So then potentially the dumbest fucking <clears throat> amendment of them all, although I haven't read all of them, admittedly. The 26th Amendment says it prohibits the denial of the right of U.S. citizens 18 years of age or older to vote on account of age. So all that means Run is that, that by me again, again, the 26th amendment prohibits the denial of the right of us citizens, 18 years of age or older to vote on account of age. So all that means is that you can't deny someone to vote who's older than 18 because of their age. That's the dumb. That's an amendment. Here we go again. That's an amendment. Yeah. So that's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna level for a second. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna twist some words around. Uh, that's a fine amendment because it makes the voting age 18. It's written like a dickhead. It's yes. written like a fucking lawyer wrote it. Yeah. So, um, my personal favorite, um, the 27th amendment delays laws that affect the congressional salary from taking effect until after the next election of representatives. So what that means is like if Congress votes to give themselves a raise, that raise doesn't go into effect until after the next election cycle. 
Do you want to know when that was first introduced to Congress? No, I don't. September 25th, 1789. Now, you might think, hey, Jared, is that a typo? No, no, it's not. Because it passed on May 5th, 1992. That is the last amendment that we've had. The 27th Amendment passed in 1992. Because on this Wikipedia page, it tells you how long each one took from its um, you know, introduction to actually being ratified. It took 202 years and 223 days for the 27th Amendment to be put into effect, which means that someone in 1789 said, hey, guys, if we vote to give ourselves raises, those, that raise shouldn't go into effect until the next election term. And everyone until 1992 was like, nah, fuck that. We want the raises. So if you want to say, oh, yeah, man, like all politicians are cunts, but like, yeah, like the, the old the old ones, they were, no, nope, nope. They weren't any better. They were not any better because these fucking cocksuckers proposed an amendment in 1789 to kick their raises to the next term and they wouldn't do it. And they didn't do it until 1992. So that's pretty cool. It was part of uh, it was part of the original. What is it called? Bill of Rights, right? The first ten amendments. Yeah, the first ten. The first ten of the Bill of Rights. It was proposed at the same time, September twenty fifth, seventeen eighty nine. So at the time that the Constitution was written or the Bill of Rights was written in 1789, they said, hey, you know, we should uh, we should not vote to be able to vote to give ourselves raises. Nobody passed it until 1992. <clears throat> so BuzzFeed News has an yeah. article, 11 amendments you won't believe were actually proposed to the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. In 1893, rename the country the United States of Earth. What? Oh, that's when it was proposed. Proposed. They they, yeah, they haven't been ratified. Correct. Okay, okay. It's a lot funner this way. Yeah, yeah. Because no, the it's... ones that got ratified are fucking lame. I, I, I was going through them. Yeah. Uh, 1878, replace the president by an executive council of three. <laughs> that's the Joe Rogan model. We need a 18, council of elders. 1876, abolish the United States Senate. <laughs> yes. But also back then, I guess senators weren't elected by the people. They were just appointed by the states. So, oh. okay. That's that actually, you know what? That actually makes sense. Yeah. Uh, were they 18- appointed by the governors, maybe? Just as appointed by the states. I don't know how. Because I think the governor does that now. So like if a senator leaves for whatever reason, like if they go become a, the president or they go join the cabinet, I think the governor of that state can just appoint um, a senator, like an interim senator until the next election term. 1894, recognize God and Jesus as the supreme authority in human affairs. <laughs> Number five, I actually like this one. Bar religious leaders from holding political office. Pick one. Yeah. (laughs) 
1912 forbid interracial marriage. Jesus. That was proposed. 1914 ban divorce. 1916 put acts of war to a national vote with those voting in the affirmative being required to enlist. <laughs> what year that's was funny. that? 1916. So that's right before World War I. Yeah. Wow. That's funny because that's petty as hell. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, limit personal wealth to $1 million, 1933. Dude, you know what? Now that I think about that, that's not a bad one. Limit personal wealth to a million? No, no, no. The last one. Oh, 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 oh. The, uh, if you vote for war, you're now eligible for conscription. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm down with that. The only thing is, though, it's like... Uh, okay, so I guess that, I guess we have a, like a logical thing. Because I was going to say... If, if we're only getting the people who vote for it to go, but that's not the case. It's if you vote for it, you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm good with that. Ban drunkenness. That's never going to work. 1971. This is good. This is good. 1971. Give American citizens the inalienable right to be free from pollution. Okay. What the fuck does that even mean? I have no idea. The per the, whoever wrote the article wrote a a uh, proposed rationale, and it just said hippies. Yep. Someone should ask. Uh, fuck. Who was the guy who wrote the inalienable rights? Was that Rene Descartes, or was that someone? Uh, Dude, I don't even know. Patrick. Uh, fuck. Who said that? Patrick Henry? Give me liberty or give me death? I don't know. I'm making shit up. Guy. I, I mean, I remember we went over these dudes and I, dude, that was like sophomore year of high school. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't even know. Doesn't even matter. Oh, it was Locke. It was John Locke. And the inalienable rights, I think. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. People are fucking dumb, dude. It's the dumbest time ever. Um, so this, I, I get this. I mean, this is going to end up being a political episode, but it is what it is. Cause on uh, breaking nine one one awesome uh, Instagram account to follow, they posted two clips of Biden um, giving a speech somewhere. And so this first one, is uh let me see if i can get it to play i travel the world trying to put things back together you know trump did not leave a very good situation you think i'm kidding no matter where i go in the world whether it was the inter-american conference we just had for the, this this hemisphere or nato or dealing with the asean countries or the far east guess what they look at me and I say, I say America's back. And they look at me and they say, for how long? This is America. We can do any damn thing we put our minds to. And guess what? We're not going back to the false promises 
uh, trickle-down economics. We're going forward. So total, total horse shit, right? Um, I travel the world trying to put things back together. Trump didn't leave a very good situation. Hey, hey man, um, the guy was a complete fucking asshole, but I'm pretty sure gas wasn't over $5 a gallon nationwide. Uh, I'm pretty sure the economy was a lot fucking better than it is right now. I'm pretty sure it actually hit an all time. It was, it broke records. Like it was the highest it's ever been. Like it was, it, it hit records in 2016 and broke those records in 2017 and then broke it again in 2018 and broke it again in 2019. And then 2020 ha- happened with COVID and it fell off and then came back for a little bit, but it literally was never higher. The economy was never higher once, um, but, but Trump didn't give him a, a good situation. Uh, and people, people look at him across the world and say, America's back. Nobody tells him that. Uh, not one person. So this one is my favorite. This one is my favorite. Since I took office to your help, families are carrying less debt nationwide. They have more savings nationwide. More Americans applied for new small businesses last year than ever before in American history. 5.4 million new small business applications. Jobs and companies are coming home again. We're making Buy American a reality, not just a slogan. I... So he said, since I took office, families are carrying less debt nationwide. They have more savings nationwide. Um, well, to quote um, good old Maury Povich, uh, the lie detector determined that that was indeed a lie uh, because... I happened to see this tweet today that I'm trying to pull up that said, um, I have to scroll and try and find it, but am I going to be able to find it? I don't know. It's from the Unusual Whales um, Twitter account, who is really great. If you don't follow them, um, you should. Uh, Jesus, they fucking tweet a lot. Where is this? Um, all right, well, I'm going to tell you what it said because I can't find it to actually like quote it. But it said, for the first time ever, the United States debt has hit $1.1 trillion. But Biden said, since he took office, everyone has less debt. However, we just broke our national record for the amount of debt. Ah, this is what it is. I found it. Credit card debt in the United States has hit an all-time high of $1.1 trillion. Yeah, but he's, he said otherwise. He's, he's right. Yeah. Yep. So we just don't follow statistics anymore, apparently. We just listen to what anyone has to say. Uh, <clears throat> to be fair, 
maybe the United States government is not a fact-based show either. Because <laughs> remember, we pride ourselves on not really being fact-based. So, I mean, we can't really dog anyone else trying to do the same thing. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's yeah, so fair. Maybe, the, maybe their show isn't fact-based. All right. That would make sense, wouldn't it? That's a fair point. Yeah. I didn't even think yeah. of it that way. Yeah, I see. See, <laughs> see, you 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 forgot your roots. <laughs> Heard it here first. The United States government is on the same level as sarcasm speaks. <laughs> I mean, again, if we're just going to bring the uh, same level of facts, then we may as well. Do they want to sponsor the show? <laughs> Brought to you by the United States government. <laughs> We might actually be more accurate than the government sometimes, which is kind of terrifying. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <clears throat> you got anything else? No, not really. I got my final thought, but. Um, trying to see what else we got. I mean, obviously we have the, uh, we have the U.S. Open this weekend. Yeah, and, but this is going to come out on the first day. So yeah, yeah. But we'll both be there on Saturday. God willing, Paco. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I saw I'll be there. there's been uh, there's been a few people that posted pictures on our videos, whatever the fuck, on Instagram, like their stories. Um, it looks pretty cool. Like I, I follow a bunch of people that were there today for the practice round. Um, so have you seen Frank Nobolo with the balls yet throwing them in the rough and throwing them on the green and not being able to believe how much they roll out or how deep the rough is? No, but I sent you that one, that video of some other guy. Oh, it was a caddy. Oh yeah. It was a caddy that just like dumped, dropped a ball and it just rolled all the way to, actually <clears throat> off the green through the rough and into the water. So that was actually a fairway. Oh, good. I don't know what, I think the ninth hole, that's yeah. a fairway. So if you fly those humps, that ball's wet. So <laughs> good fucking luck. Yeah. It's going to be some, uh, some high scores. Well, I think the, the interesting thing about the, about this, and I, I know what's coming out. Okay. So if you are watching the U S open and you want to get like more, no laying up has a 20 minute video on the country club. Cause they played during media day. Dude, it's different. And if you're not from the Northeast, like I'm used to this shit, like, elevated greens and working around trees and giant fucking rocks in the middle of the plate. Like yeah. <laughs> we're used to this shit. I just didn't know it was fucking unique to up here. I just thought people were assholes. Yeah. Um. So no laying up did a pretty good video. It's like, you want to talk like in it, they're from Florida. So he has said it before. It's like uh, the guy, Solly, he's actually like a good player. Um. He was like, oh, Michigan, uh, this, this really exposes me for my Florida golf. And I'm like, why? Because the green's elevated. Yeah. Try fucking putting a golf course where it really, really doesn't fit. <laughs> and fucking all this other shit. Right, right. But like, so it's like the country club. I know there was land back in the day, but it's like, dude, like fucking random people started building that course. Like, that's how that happened. Yeah. It wasn't a fucking, uh, fucking uh, Reese Jones or a fucking any of the other guys that like design golf courses, it's like, nah, dude, it was some random guy. Yeah. It's not same Donald with, Russ. Same with myopia. Like dude, some dude just made a golf course. Yeah. Like, oh, who is this designed by? It's like this guy. It's like, Oh, what, what did he do? 
myopia. That's just it. Like, myopia. That's all he did. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think it's going to be different if you're not from the Northeast and you're used to some of these other places, won't even be close. Like, will not be close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's, I think it's also kind of interesting. Well, it's kind of cool, whatever interesting you pick your word, um, that they pulled a couple holes from, was it Brookline Country Club? No. So the Country Club has 27. So when they host a championship, so they, ha- they held the 2013 USAM. I don't know if they held anything in the 2000s. They held the 99 Ryder Cup, uh, 88 US Open, then goes back from there. So there's 27 holes. So they make a composite course. Or if you're in uh, down under, you would call it a composite course. Because um, at Melbourne, they have a composite course. Uh, if you're so Cam Smith. Out of the 27, they, they pull a championship 18. Generally, they know which 18 it's going to be. But this year, they're actually including a hole that hasn't been used since 1913. Oh, wow. And it's a very, very short par three. Very, very short. Like Do you know which hole? No. It's like 130 yards. Um, dude, if you type in like hole that hasn't been used since 1913, it'll come up. Yeah. It's very short. It's surrounded by bunkers. The green is elevated. I believe you are hitting from elevation. Slight, nothing crazy. And it looks like trying to land the ball on the back of a fucking Volkswagen, like what they say at Pinehurst. Yeah. <laughs> like this thing looks like impossible. Like, how the fuck do you hit this green? How do you hit it and hold it? That's that's my question. So whoever can hit fucking moon balls will probably actually do pretty well. Yeah. So Gun to head, right? We're not going to do a breakdown, right? Because it comes out by the time, by the time, well, actually, technically this comes out at midnight. So you would have time to get your bets if in. If you but, listen to it before. Yeah. So the I think the only person that does that probably is Sexy Chris when he works like overnights or weird fucking crazy hours or just doesn't. I was going to say, why? Because does he not sleep? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which if he works crazy hours, he probably doesn't sleep. Yeah. Like yeah. Three, three, four hours so, is like a good day. Shout out to sexy Chris who might be listening to this or watching this at fucking 12.06 AM, six minutes after it goes live. Um, so in that case, sure. You can go get your bets in at mybookie.com. Use our promo code sarcasm pod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Um, so if you were going to go to mybookie.com and someone put a gun to your head, who's going to win the U S open? What do you, what, whose name are you saying? <laughs> pull the trigger yeah so solves a lot Please. of my problems not only <laughs> what are you gonna I, say, say not only not, <laughs> say not only do i not have to answer your question it solves a lot of my issues <laughs> no um someone put did, did you send the the guy someone broke down like the all the u.s open picks i think i follow the guy and it was like Rory doesn't win anymore. JT one dude. Like that was spot on. I sent that to you. Yeah. I mean, dude. So, okay. So I I have wagers on Shoffley. Can't lay Shoffley. Can't lay Burns. Zalatoris. And I feel like I have another 18 to one. I think I took cam Smith again. Um, 
So it's like, okay, that that's where my money is. Yeah. Like, dude, okay, like, so this is the thing, like, Justin Thomas is playing the best. I would, I would imagine like, like I, I did like, he is scoring the best, right? Like strokes, total strokes gained. He's probably second or third. Matt Fitzpatrick's one. He's been one, whatever. But Justin Thomas has been the best, but like, dude, guys don't win two majors in a year and they don't win them back to back. So right. it's like, I just don't think Justin Thomas is going to win. So gun to my head, shoot. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Give me, do you have the odds board up? Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, I have a couple things up, but so, so my money is on Willie Z, uh, Sam Burns and Shane Lowry as it stands. I'm going to, I'm going to fire off more bets, but those are the only three guys I have right now. But I also did find this thing. So I'll, I'll just read it really quick. It's, it's this guy from Brian Kirshner on Twitter. Oh yeah. Um, so he, I, I know he bets on, he goes, whatever. the U S open top of the board is kind of tough. And it gets, so I'll just goes down. Scotty just won the masters. Mom sucks. JT just won the PGA. Rory can't win majors anymore. Cam Smith, I guess. Brooks sucks. Colin sucks. DJ live. Cantlay sucks in majors. Xander can't win. Jordan, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Rom is an I guess, but Rom's not playing as well at like he he's another one. So he might this, be the most talented, but he's not playing good right now. No, and this is one thing though. It's like so off the tee, he is just like ridiculous. Yeah, he's it's ranked absurd. number one. Number one. Yeah, he far. gains like four shots a tournament or something. It's fucking yeah. nuts. His average, he averages gaining 1.2 per round per round. So for a tournament, like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. That's almost five. Um, But it's like, he's not like, he's winning the strokes gained award. He's not scoring that well. Right. Right. And it's not just a cold putter. Like it's, it's not, it just fucking isn't. So like, he's not scoring well. Matt Fitzpatrick doesn't make that many birdies. Like, I would actually even say Cam Smith, like he Cam Smith was an I guess out of all that. What has yeah. Cam Smith shown you? He's shown I mean, you that I, he can I, be I, there and then not not close. Exactly. Speeth is a guy who's all over the fucking place off the tee. Yeah. And then gets it in the house from there. I just simply don't fucking think that that's gonna work at the country club. Like no. And 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 the only reason I say that is because Wingfoot was a beast because there's rough, there's length, the greens are hard, whatever. But the middle of the greens are open. It's fairly forgiving off the tee. The country club has goofy shit. Yeah. Shit we don't see. Like, it's almost like Marion when everyone was like, oh, they're going to annihilate this place. It's so small. It's short. Like, these guys don't even have to try. Well, they grew the fucking rough and oh, wait, Marion's fucking hard. Like it's a really, really fucking hard golf course. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. how long it is. So it's like these dudes weren't even hitting driver and they were fucking getting themselves into all types of fucking trouble. Yeah. Like, dude, this place has rock croppings all over the fucking place. <laughs> By the greens, there's these humps. They call them chocolate drops. They buried rocks and now there's just humps. Because when they built this fucking place, 
they didn't have anywhere to bring this shit. <laughs> like, dude, I'm telling you, this place is fucking weird. So yeah. it's like for someone like Spieth, dude, I don't think he can get away with being that wayward because this yeah. is not what, what these guys are used to on a golf course. Now, God forbid he drives the ball straight. He'll be fine. <laughs> Cause the rest of it's the rest of the game's good. Right. But if he's going to be all over the place, it's going to be a fucking problem. And never mind, It's like, there, there's like legit fescue, like not just rough, like legit fescue. Right. And blind shots and all types of shit. And I think that's what they said for the ninth hole. It's like, Oh, good shots will be getting punished this week. Yeah. Yeah. They will. Cause this place is not what you people think it is. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, right, like this place is different, but what would you say would be a good comp? Would it be Augusta or is that no. too, too much? Nope. Um, so it has the second like smallest Beth page. Group. Like, I don't know. No, because Beth page is just a beast. Yeah. Like, I mean, there'll be length here. Dude, honestly, I don't know if there's a comp. Because um, it's got the second smallest greens for a U.S. Open ever, right behind Pebble, but it's not Pebble. Right. They haven't played a U.S. Open here in 35 years. So there's nobody with any history outside of a USAM. But yeah, again, I believe it was a different routing and that was a USAM nine years ago. Right. Matt Fitzpatrick won, so people will like that, but um like dude dude, I don't know because I've I, from from what I've seen, it reminds me of like a myopia, which is just old as fucking hell. Yeah. So I would maybe say you could you would look at the classics like It'll have elements of like Oakmont, Shinnecock, some elements of Wingfoot, but it's a little different. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, like some of these shots, like I would, like if you're not doing anything, I would go watch that no laying up video because, yeah. like, some of the dude. Okay, here's an example. You want to talk about unique? They had to lease land from someone's fucking backyard to make a <laughs> tee box. <laughs> just for the tournament and when the tournament's over that it, it, they're moving the fence they're taking the fence out <laughs> they literally leased they they leased land from someone's fucking yard was it tom brady probably not <laughs> but like yeah where the fuck does that happen i know and then the fried egg did a video too so if you watch two, watch no laying ups and watch the fried eggs and you'll see the place is just it's just different man like it is weird now i'm not i'm not saying it's going to be like super high scores either like it might be fine i I don't know because it's one of those things like the greens are small so if you're hitting them your putts can't be that long yeah that's fair that's a good point so you know i mean i don't know I'm trying to look to see. I'm also not an architecture nerd. So it's like, I don't know, but like if you take a regular tour stop, not even close, 
Like you yeah. can't even compare this to like TBC Boston, not even close. And where is um the Liberty National? That's in New Jersey. That is won't it? be that won't be close. That's a new course. I'm just I'm looking at courses with the smallest greens. And Liberty National has the six smallest greens. Yeah, that's a new course. That's in New Jersey. Um, that's got a shot of the the Statue of Liberty. Okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you an example because because I've played private old I've played old private courses in this state. The Traveler, I mean that's Connecticut, but not even close. That's a TPC. These that's TPC, a, yeah, that's the seventh smallest green on tour. Oh yeah, no way. Like the TPC courses are not even in the same category. Yeah. So the the only thing I can tell you about like old courses in Massachusetts with small greens is usually the roughest thick. The they they have plenty of native area, whatever. Um, like there's slopes in the fairways, balls move certain ways, blind shots. Like a lot of times, you just don't see this stuff. Yeah, and even uh, like even Charles like Schwab. Oh, at Colonial. That's Colonial. Yeah, but Colonial, um, Colonial short but it's and the players. Yeah. These are Those not are the all... same types of places. These, I know. I'm just, I'm just listing the places with yeah. small greens. Yeah. There's, we're not really comparing apples to apples. I mean, yes, yeah, small greens, but like the, the tee shots, like there was a, sh- like, like sometimes like they say, Oh, it's a blind shot. And it's yeah. like, no, no, I can see trees in the background. I've played shots where you see nothing, (laughs) nothing at all. Yeah. You see green in front of you in sky. Yep. And it's like, good luck, motherfucker. (laughs) No, because even the guys were saying that too. It's like, oh, well, once the grandstands go up and stuff like that, well, it'll be a little bit easier because we can pick our lines and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm sitting here and I go, I have nothing to line up with. Nothing, nothing at all. I don't know. Let me see. I'm trying to find where he sits on this list, but ah, too low. I was going to say Sam Burns. I'm, um, I, I have Burns. He's already cursed. Yeah, I do too. But so I don't know. I guess gun to head. I'm just going to say Justin Thomas. He won't win it, but that's who I would go with. Yeah. And it's like, I like roars. I like what he's doing right now, but he won last week. Like guys generally don't do that. Kepka really hasn't been playing well. Bryson hasn't been playing well. The DJ price. hasn't been playing well. If you've been following Ian, <laughs> he's been lighting people up for trying to bet on Brooks Kepka. but the price, the price is so good. No, Brooks Kepka sucks. Stop <laughs> betting on him. Well, so that's what happened. Like a lot of people, what I think he won phoenix either 2019 or 2020 i don't think it was last year i forget what year he won phoenix now maybe it was last year like chipped in at the end yeah and and people like oh it was so obvious he was 45 to one and they're like you know he was 45 to one because he wasn't playing well right and he was hurt yeah like that's why he was 45 to one Like right now, where he's not playing well, he's like 45 to one. Yeah. 
It was last year, tw- the 2020 to 2021 season. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, that was the thing is like the price got high, but the price gets high. See, this is the thing. So this is the thing with sports betting is people like to, people get the price because some people do like examine the marketplace. And if you want to learn more about that, go to chicken dinner, listen to them. Cause Sam, Sam kind of generally always understands the market and tries to teach you how to like, look at the market. But the thing is you didn't get a good number on Kepka if you see him at 45 to one and he closed at 45 to one, you just got the number. And the right. reason he's 45 to one is because most likely is because the books are looking at it going, Hey, if we post uh, Kepka at 45 to one, people are probably going to look at it, go, Oh, great number and take it. Yeah. That's what will probably happen. It's the same reason why for finals MVP, dudes get to like 100 150 200 to one it's like wow look at that mark is smart at 100 to one i'll throw a flyer at that mark is smart is not winning finals mvp now i know the celtics are now down in the series but that was even true before game five right they're just trying to bait you into throwing up hail marys that's all they're doing yeah now like when we were sitting here and Zalatoris was 35 to one before he went to the playoff at the PGA. And I was saying, I'm going to take him if he loses. And he was 30 to one after the playoff. Okay. So I lost the five points. And then the next morning when he was 25 to one. Yeah. That's getting the number because you struck. Then the number immediately moved. Right. And I think he's still 28 right now. So it's going to close. He's probably going to close a little bit lower than the 30. But either way, it's like for the majority of the time, it was 30. I'm sorry if it was, it was 25. Like that's beating the number. Right. Right. And that was like when I had, I forget what tournament it was, but I had Shane Lowry. I was sitting on Shane Lowry at like 64 to one. And that was at the Arnold Palmer. I think that was, I think that was the masters or the masters. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever one it was, maybe I fired it off after the Arnold Palmer or during or during for the masters, whatever it was. And then he got close, but you know, obviously we also closed it like 42 to one, like that, yeah. that that's beating the number in right. beating the marketplace. Right. Not just taking a guy that you think is going to win at a high number. Right. Like, so I have max home a 200 to one to win the open championship. Yeah. I assure you he's less than that now. Right. He has right. to be, and yeah. he'll probably close closer to like 60 to 80, something like that. Yeah. That's beating the number because I grabbed it early. You don't wait until open week. Right. And then take a guy whose number isn't going to move. Yeah. And all those people that grabbed Scotty Scheffler, he's been going up this week. Right. Probably getting baited into people taking him. Wow. Wow. He was, he was plus 975 and now he's 16 to one. Got to take him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the price. That's exactly what they want. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, do I wrap this up? Yes. Today's episode is dedicated to Dave from Harmon. Dave from Harmon Golf Course. I went and played, played nine holes today. And Dave's a little bit older, so we're waiting on the tee. He starts going on his rant about how he would normally play the blacks, but probably isn't going to and probably shouldn't because he's old as hell. <clears throat> so I hate that shit. I don't care what tees you play, play the tees you always play, especially if this is your course. 
play the fucking tees that you want to play and know how to play. Don't fucking do anything different because it's me. Anyway, yeah. first of all, he probably has like a 20-foot putt. Greens are a little bit slow. He hits the ball, goes by the cup, keeps rolling, ends in the fringe. 20-foot putt, ends in the fringe. He's like, oh, fuck, I hate when I fucking do that. Pisses me off when I leave a putt more than six inches past the cup. In my head, I'm thinking six inches, and this dude just hit it fucking 12 feet by and degreened himself. Yes. Yep. Here we fucking go. Yeah. So fuck, 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 whatever. <laughs> Steps up to the tee on two, hits it immediately left. <laughs> and the second he hits it, <laughs> He's like, ah, fuck, 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 whatever. Okay. So he's in the rough, finds his ball, knee high shit. <laughs> kind of fucking pulls skull fucks it and just goes, damn it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking, I am laughing in the fairway and I'm facing away because it sounds, it's the way he said it just reminds me of someone I grew up with. And like what he used to, like shit he used to say. So I'm a fuck. I'm fucking laughing. And Chris is like, "What is wrong with this guy?" I go, "I don't know, dude." But I'm. I, I go. I'm going to be laughing in this guy's face. Like it's <laughs> it's fucking for sure. So I don't even know what the fuck happens. The rest of two hits it short on. Hits it short on three, and I'm like trying to walk past him. Because like I walk past his ball and I see Chris's ball in the rough and I'm trying to walk past and the guy's like lining it up. I'm like, guy, this isn't your fucking ball. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like looking at it and like looking at the, but like he didn't pull a club or anything. And he's like, oh, is, is this, this yours talking to Chris? It's like, yeah, man, your ball's yeah. over there. It's a better yeah. shot. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. So we get to the fourth hole, a couple more, damn it. And a couple more bucks. <laughs> And he's talking about like close pots. He's like, ah, oh, it's just so hard because you know I got these close pots and I just know I'm gonna miss them. It's like, okay, all right. So the guy's pissed about not getting putts close, but knows he's not gonna make them. Okay, this isn't making any fucking sense. Yeah. So he's just like, I don't know what it is. It's just so hard. I just, I just can't like picture making them because I just know I'm not gonna. Chris, Chris looks at him and goes, you ever maybe think about thinking a little differently? The guy just goes, no. All right. I go, well, at least you know what you are and how you do this. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so some more, like more, more stuff like that. So we get to the seventh hole. And he decides he wants to come back to the black tees because playing the yellow tees is pitch and putt, as, as he calls it. Seven is a par three, right? Yeah, it's a short par three over the hazard. Yep. Um, I can't remember. What's, I can't remember the eighth hole. Eight is a dog leg left. I don't remember the eighth hole. So par four, dog leg left. If you were to hit it straight, straight off the tee, you have a tree line and then you have a water hazard that surrounds the ninth tee. Um, and then over the eighth green is OB like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember the ninth hole, obviously it's, that's the dog leg, right. But um, I don't remember the eighth hole. Well, seven's a par three yeah. and he doesn't want to play the yellow tees. He wants to play the black tees because he doesn't like pitch and putt. All right. 
proceeds to take his ball and yank it into the hazard. <laughs> and then he's like fucking and damning. And I don't even, I don't even know what. And then on seven hits, hit, takes a drop, hits a ball still in the rough. He's taking like a practice swing, like, like up to his hip and then stopping at the ball up to the hip, stopping at the ball. Now, if you aren't a golfer, let me tell you, this is horrible chip chipping technique. There's like two things that can happen from this. One, you barely hit it. Three, you hit it 140 yards. There's no in between. <laughs> so it either goes 14 inches or 140 yards because you skull fuck it. So he's, he's practicing this like chop and stopping at the ball. Hits it, goes 14 inches, not even close to the cup. Ah, knew that was going to happen. Knew I would do that. Awesome. Eighth green, chips it up, putting for par. <laughs> the second the chip stops, he goes, oh, well, I won't hit that putt. Jesus, and then, dude. like, the ninth hole, I'm pin high in the rough. Chris is pin high in the rough. This dude is, like, way short of the green. And he's sitting there, like, looking at me like I'm going. Like, dude, no. You are, like, 60 yards away from this pin, and I am fucking 20. Hit yeah. the fucking ball. Yeah. It's it. Skulls it right through the fucking green. I'm like, this fucking guy. And I'm like, I'm just. Onto like, the fucking first tee. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, onto the short course. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you don't have to be good at golf. You really don't. Like, there are plenty of people that suck at golf, and they are fine to play with. Keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving play maybe make some good ones like the fourth guy we played with i believe he literally backed up every par he made with a triple and he enjoyed the fuck out of it yeah fine this guy not only is one of the most miserable motherfuckers i've ever met in my life like imagine oh do you ever, do you ever think about maybe like thinking you could hit that putt no all right, man. All right, dude. And he wants to be personable. So it's like, how the fuck are you this miserable and you want to talk? Like, that doesn't yeah. usually work. Right. So this episode is dedicated to Dave from Harmon Golf. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to everyone, because I didn't just bring this up to shit all over everybody. If you're going to play golf, don't take it that serious. It's not that fucking important. And don't be fucking Dave. Don't be Dave. Fuck that guy. We That's should uh, we should do uh, start doing a sarcastic prick of the day. <laughs> I mean, dude, if I keep like meeting these, oh, I have another one. I'll put it in for the next one. <laughs> I like it. Um, my final thought is, uh, I get. I'll do. I'll run it quick. Um, so the new the new movie that's coming out from Pixar. Uh, actually, this Friday, so tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it comes out, uh, is Lightyear, right? It's the kind of quasi-origin story of, of uh, well, I guess not the quasi, it's the quasi-prequel, which is like the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, where it's like, it's kind of like a movie within a movie type of deal, like in a Quentin Tarantino-esque kind of way, where it's like, Andy 
from Toy Story gets like wicked fucking excited for the Buzz Lightyear toy. Well, why? It's because he saw this movie about Buzz Lightyear, right? So this is like the movie about Buzz Lightyear that Andy watched that got him excited that led us to Toy Story. So it's like a blend of like a prequel, but also like its own thing. I don't know. It's weird. All that aside, that doesn't matter. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a fine movie. Uh, it's already been banned in 14 countries in, across the world. Well, this should be good. Why don't you go ahead and tell me why? Uh, because it features a same-sex kiss in the movie. Now, I don't give a fuck about that. I've been on record before. Um, don't shove that shit like down my throat, right? Like there have been a few, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I didn't even mean that one. But um, so what was it? What movie was it? Was it The Eternals? I think it was something else too. Yeah, you you got you seem to be very unhappy about The Eternals and I thought it was a very light footnote. But anyway, go on. No, there was a different one. I think there was a different one that came out after where like it just felt forced. Like it wasn't Bond, like James Bond, like the, the 30, 45 seconds that it was, was completely unnecessary and didn't fit at all. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. You, I remember you, again, you were very unhappy about Eternals. I just didn't think it was a good movie. Well, you were also very unhappy about that aspect of it. Well, the, yeah. Cause it was like ultra woke. Like they had to like touch every single fucking base. You know what I mean? Like they had yeah. the, they had the gay guy, they had the deaf girl, they had the fucking bisexual person. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, all right. Like I said, I, I, I probably, I'm also completely, I'm like the least aware person in the world. I wouldn't have even probably noticed if you yeah. hadn't said anything before we, before I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a same sex kiss in Lightyear, which has gotten it banned already we're still in four, doing this? 14 countries. In 20, 2022, we're still doing this? Yeah, that's what I say. And it's like, fuck off. And I, I don't know I don't know what the countries are, but I, I would imagine guess that the they're geographical. probably <laughs> all in the Middle East. I, was, I can probably yeah. guess geographically where they might be located. Yep, yep. So again, like, I don't really give a shit. Like, just don't like, we, what what they really should tell us is which countries that matter ban the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just get sometimes it's Hollywood forces shit, right? And uh, well, I mean, we'll see. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah, fine. I mean, we'll, right. We'll see. But just make it normal. Like, don't go out of your way. To like again, I, I'm gonna probably watch the movie, um, but it's like when people go out of their way to like put it in your face, and it's like I, it can be a part of the movie, right? But like, don't like what it. It doesn't need to be like, look here it is. Hey everybody, hey everybody, look we included this. Look, well, we so have... that that's a big thing though because we don't know what it is yet. No, we don't because those countries that I, I mean we're just assuming because again why would we use facts or research to find out which countries ban this. That's not important. No. I assume it's all ultra conservative Middle Eastern countries. And first of all, their opinion does not fucking matter. Nope. So we have no idea how over the top or not over the top it is. 
yeah, because they'll ban, they'll, they'll just ban it, period. Right. Now, it could be very over the top, very forced and feel very stupid. Or it could be a light footnote. So I guess that's the only, that's the only thing. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the Loki thing. When they made Loki, Loki they made Loki bisexual. Oh, during Loki? Yeah, during I gotta, Loki. I gotta fucking watch that. Like again. the series. And yeah, I was like, I, I gotta watch. That. I was like, come on. What do you guys do? Like, you didn't need to put that there. Like, you didn't you, need that. You didn't need you that. Watch, do you watch these shits once and like remember what happens? Or do you have to watch it twice? Because I think I'm retarded. Well, I know I'm retarded, but. <laughs> well yeah no i remember Dude, i don't like remember so like your world. thing is like you remember all like the sports facts and i remember like movie shit <laughs> yeah i well that's the thing is like i remember like data stats trivia like i remember yeah. I, I don't know is that like either tan no, i don't want to say tangible that might not be right qualitative i don't even know quantitative yeah. like shit that you can like yeah quantitative quantitative data like yeah. numbers right I yeah. can I remember like moments and like conversations. I can't remember shit. Like <laughs> people. Can't remember yeah. people. I mean, I barely remember myself sometimes. Like, especially like, oh, like cause uh Cunty Chris will always be like, Oh, that's whoever's mother. I go, dude, what? He's like, yeah. you know who that is. I go, Dude, I know the name. I go, I don't know what the fuck that person looks like. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to remember that? Yeah. But so. everyone, but but people forget the walrus won the 82 masters. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I'm gonna go watch it. I'm going, I'm going to see it, right? Like I love Toy Story. Obviously, Amy loves Toy Story too. So we're gonna we're gonna go see it. <clears throat> and I'm sure even if it's like some forced thing. It'll probably last about three seconds and then the rest of the movie will be fine. Yeah, I mean, like, fine. it's not going to ruin the movie. It rare, it rarely does. Yeah. Unless you like, just hate everything. Like, yeah. Unless you're like a legitimate fucking homophobe. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you're just so fucking old that like the words end racism on the bottom of Tom Brady's helmet, like makes you mad. Yeah, because I don't need to see that when I'm watching football. Like, I can't. I'm surprised you can see that watching yeah, football. Yeah, like, hey man, we all we all have this like agreement that like it doesn't actually do anything, or like <laughs> it's not it's not hurting anybody either. You know what I mean? Like, like spray painting and racism on the fucking football field isn't going to be like, oh my god, racism's gone. But like, at the same time, it's, it's not a nice. Like- it's I a can't nice believe gesture. they politicize my football. And it doesn't hurt anybody. So, like, just leave it alone. They're dragging <laughs> their politics into my football. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but when you go out of your way and you have eight superheroes and six of them in the movie are some sort of, like, disenfranchised population, I'm going to be like, all right, well... It's a little ridiculous. Also, when it doesn't fit the comics, right? So, like, they deliberately went out of their way f- to stray from the comics to make that. Then I'm gonna be like, "All right, you guys got you guys stretched a little bit." And also, the movie wasn't that good. I didn't think it was a good movie, just in general. I will also say, I mean, if every comic turned movie was accurate to the comic, they would all be the same fucking thing. Yeah. Wow, look at this. Some jacked white guy walking through as fucking superhero, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then Luke Cage. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, I think that uh, is going to do it for us. So uh, thank you for watching, listening, wherever you're at. Make sure you give us a thumbs up on YouTube, like, rate, subscribe, review, tell everybody you know about the show, uh, share everything. Uh, you can get us on uh, Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. The Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. The website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, thank you to grillyourassoff.com. I used them tonight when I made, uh, cooked some chicken thighs, uh, you know, crisped them up real nice in the cast iron pan, skin side down. Uh, although technically it's not, they were, you know, skinless, but whatever, you know what I mean? Crisped them up nice. Got some, uh, got, got some fat part down, I guess. Skinless fucking chicken thighs, skin side down. Yeah. You know where the skin would be. Season them up with some grill your ass off. Crisp it up, fucking delicious. You can't beat it. So go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod to save fifteen percent off every single time you check out. Uh, don't be a big dumb retard like me and think that boneless, skinless chicken breasts have bones and skin. Uh, just go to grill your ass off, season it, and it doesn't matter. You got skin, season it. You got no skin, season it. Bones, no bones, doesn't matter. Grill your ass off. It's all you need. Sarcasm Pod gets you fifteen percent off over there. Uh, so until next time. Good night, everybody.